cocktail shaker, kick back, and get ready for the big fat party. Greg and his band of unintelligibles are back mixing, drinking, reviewing, and discussing Bloody Marys and all that goes with them. My Big Fat Bloody Mary podcast, where you'll never drink alone. Welcome to My Big Fat Bloody Mary podcast, where you will never, ever drink alone. We are coming to you from the studios of the Bloody Mary concert series. I am your special guest, GK, your prairie home buddy, and let's turn it over to our host, Mr. Greg Tuck. So good to see you. Oh my God, it is great to have you. I didn't, uh, you're... You're kind of a, a a pretty big catch here. I didn't. Well, uh, not lately. It, no, uh, yeah. I used to be kind of big on public radio, and now they won't touch me with a ten foot tote bag. <laughs> so, I'm doing podcasts now, and I'm so so happy to be here at uh, at the Bloody Mary podcast studios here. Oh, so so nice. Uh, well, we we here. are glad to have you. Well, thank you so yes, much. Yes, indeed. Very few people will. Yeah. I, you know, we, you and I haven't really spent a whole lot of time together. Uh, are you a fan of uh, spirits, like vodka? I have been lately, yes, going quite a bit. Yeah. Um, not doing much else. <laughs> so this is just something that I do now. And I, I am a big fan of the Lacrosse Distillery Company, their field notes uh, vodka. It's, uh, it's, it's corn-based vodka. It's, it's just that. 100% Midwestern organic yellow dead corn. And besides the yeast and the enzymes that, that they use to break down the sugars in the corn, there's nothing else used to make this spirit. It's, it's double distilled and filtered for an easy, slow finish. <laughs> and it is also uh, the brand new partner of the Green Bay Packers, and which may explain a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, the Packers may Oof. be a little hammered on lacrosse yeah. distillery vodka. I don't know. Do you think they're getting high on their own supply? <laughs> they just, they just might be. It's I don't know what's one. been going on with them. But well, but they are the Packers. The you're Packers, coming from Minnesota, so I, yeah. I don't want to get into anything here. The Packers are like your children. You don't love them because they're good. You love them because they are yours. So that's just the way it goes here in Wisconsin. I agree. I totally agree. So, yeah, they have a three-year uh, partnership with the Green Bay Packers. So very, that's a big feather in the Lacrosse Distillery Company cap. Um, and uh, think about that, to have product, exclusive product availability in the Shrine of All Shrines, Lample Field, there in Green Bay. The frozen tundra, as they say. So often is. Well, last week, of course, you weren't here, but uh, I reviewed on my own. I'm, I'm hard to get along with. It's hard for me to get you know people to, to come in here. But I reviewed The Real Dill, and the word of that day was dill. And if you go back and listen to that uh, and you follow my instructions and drink every time that word is uttered, you're going to be a bloody mess. Uh, I said dill quite a few times. <laughs> so the word of the day today is clam. Clam. Yeah. Clam, like like the um, 
the bivalve uh, crustacean. Is that a crustacean? I don't know. Hell if I know. Good God. Yeah, but I don't think we're going to get people too drunk today with that word. No. no. Yeah. Most likely not. Yeah. So, yes, as you said, Bloody, uh, Bloody Local is the brand that we're going to be reviewing, and it's by Pint Cove Provisions. And uh, a little bit of the background from the company, uh, the guy who started it, his name's Greg. I started Pint Cove Provisions when I had the idea to create slaw juice. So they make a, a all-natural coleslaw marinade. That's how they started, and it produces, he says, an amazing-tasting coleslaw inspired by an old family recipe. With the success of that slaw juice, Pint Cove Provisions expanded their product line, and it now includes what we're about to have here, this Bloody Local, which they describe as a tomato and clam cocktail mix. I did hear one clam. In there, I think so you heard one, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, my glass is empty right now. I should probably do something about that. Um. Enough of the garnish. Let's get to the drink. Should we give it a whirl? So we're going to try it. We're going to try it without the field notes vodka first. And if that, if that is still the custom. I don't know if we've changed things since, since I'm around. It is. It's the anticipation, you know, like that bottle of ketchup. You know, it's making you wait and uh, it tastes even better for it. So the bottle is, I don't know how to describe this shape. It's kind of got uh, shoulders. It's a uh, kind of a big, a large mouth, big neck uh, sort of a bottle. It's a hefty bottle. It's very, yeah. Yes. And kind of an artsy label. It looks like a, a, a tomato and a pepper and a lemon and uh, it's probably what a clam on there. Yes, I think that's one of those bivalves right there. The color is is kind of a, a ripe burgundy, like a. Mm -hmm. Like a like a scarlet begonia blooming in late August on a white picket fence, mm -hmm. uh, just uh, and it's got got a, 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 a bit thin, not, not a real thick mix. Right, so, I boy, that's interesting. Now I didn't see the white picket, but I, I agree with everything else you said. <laughs> I, you know, it's a podcast, so I appreciate that you're giving a little visualization for, for our listeners. Oh, well, I do. I Makes do sense. like to paint a picture. Yeah, you and, do. Uh, absolutely, yes. Well, let's, uh, let's give this a try here. Yeah, see. big pepper, like black pepper flakes. I see those. Ooh, that's nice. I like that. Wow, that has got a, a tang to it. It's, it's got some spice. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's less salty. You know, we've had, um, you know, if you've listened to the last few episodes, but we've had some kind of higher sodium contents. This one, I did, I looked it up, 250 milligrams of sodium for a four-ounce serving, which, you know, we've, we've sort of thrown four ounces out, but that does seem to be the standard serving size. Forest floor... We did, it was, what, two weeks ago, was 750. So I'm no math magician, but that seems like it's almost three times as high as this one. And Zing Zang was even higher than that, I forget. Yeah, I think one Zing Zang cocktail puts you over the recommended daily allowance. <laughs> so this is a lower sodium. I agree, it's a thinner, 
consistency. Comes on sort of a fresh tomatoey, and then it's and a then bite. you're hit with the heat a yeah. little bit later. It's, it's nice. It's mm -hmm. very very nice. So so good. Oh boy, I like this a lot. I could you could drink several of these. I, uh, I think I it was just, the I real delight. Yeah. Well, I've got more. Might. I've, I've got, got more. nothing else better to do. <laughs> popping around to different podcasts <laughs> on the circuit. Well. Tried it on your own. What's a girl got to do to get a little vodka around here? Yes, yeah, I think that I think that hummingbird needs to float gingerly by, and I think it does too. Stop briefly atop my glass and fill it up. Let's get to it. I love that sound. It is, it is a joy to the ears. It's what we're about, really, on this podcast, just bringing joy to people's ears, not to the level that Lynn Miller does. Did I mention we've got her for a song again today? That, that is absolutely, at least it's not me. <laughs> we can God. all be thankful for that. That was a... 20-pound hummingbird that landed in my glass. <laughs> I'm stirring, not shaking. That is a good mix. I, I like the <clears throat> the heat. It uh, mm -hmm. it sticks with you for a bit. Yeah. It's a uh, it's it goes down easy and uh, but I, I think it would be a, a a slow pulse on this because of that that long-lasting heat. Right. I agree. I threw together some garnish for you, and it's a Greek-themed, only because, or a Mediterranean. I've got some kebab on there. You've got a, a dolmati, a little pepper, and a cherry tomato. So There's something, right? Is that a grape leaf? Is that, is that That's what right. I'm looking at? Well, that is Yeah, it's sort of a mix of uh, rice and chopped mint. I don't know. Well, we're just, we're just missing one more. Just one more element. What's that now? I'm from Wisconsin, Greg. Where the hell is my beer chaser? Well, I believe I am in Wisconsin, and I expect a chaser. And we have a real special one here today. We sure do. Miller High Life. Miller effing High Life. Well, that's right. <laughs> this one's got a little heat, so I think the chaser is going to be a, a good friend. Now, I would like you to take a guess. How old do you think Miller High Life is? When do you think it made its debut? Well, it's been quality brewed since 1855, and it stands clear. We used to drink a lot of this back when I was in junior high, so I have a lot of uh, <laughs> familiarity with the product. <laughs> okay, not junior high. It was, uh, let's say, high school. Back then, of course, the drinking age was 12. It was the the Great Depression, so we we did what we could to to cope. Mom called it my medicine. So what what was the date that you said there? I thought eighteen eighty five. I think that might be Pabst Blue Ribbon. Oh, okay. Because what the, what I have here is it it made its debut on New Year's Eve in nineteen oh three. Oh. 
um, and it started to really be marketed heavily in 1904. And right off the bat, it was called the Champagne of Beers, and that is why the bottle is shaped like a champagne bottle. It is indeed. This is a, like the longer neck. Yeah, it does indeed. Uh, I like the slender. It's kind of a working man's beer, I think. It truly is. It truly yeah. is. Well, you guys in Minnesota call this companion a, a snit. I've noticed, at least we especially yeah, up in the Northeast in particular. Yes, we do indeed. I don't know if that is a Norwegian term or not. It seems like something a Norwegian would say. Uh, <laughs> I think it's they, Czech. They don't actually. Uh, is it really? I think so. I think so. Wow. Interesting. I did, but I did not know that. This is not some scholarly podcast, though. Let's just drink this shit and enjoy it. <laughs> well, fucking A right. <laughs> so, adding the the vodka, it, it, it always does kind of thin it out. It doesn't seem to reduce the spiciness at all. No. <clears throat> and uh, the spice, it hangs on. It uh, really does. It's got some staying power. Yeah, it does. So I think it, it kind of slows slows the number of pulls I'm going to take off this thing. Um, but I am going to finish it. It is quite delicious. Yeah. We didn't talk a whole lot about the ingredients, but it's it's a pretty good-looking good lineup. You don't see a lot of goofy crap in here. Uh, water, tomato paste, ocean clam juice. So what is Clam juice. I believe Clamato's got clam broth. Right. People just drank like four drinks, didn't they? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yes. So I don't. I don't know what that. Do you, you open do. the clam up and just pour whatever's in there. In? <laughs> they don't. They don't milk a clam, do they? You can't. I, mean, I don't. I don't exactly know. Is it a byproduct clam, of cooking? Would it? Not have nipples. So I don't know how that would work. Next ingredient is lemon juice, and then uh, Worcestershire, apple cider vinegar. Oh, that's I like that. Garlic powder, I would, sea salt. That would explain the tang, mm -hmm. that, that vinegar, that apple cider vinegar. So, so good. Yeah. Onion powder, water, molasses, chili powder, clove, little sugar, little pepper sauce. Yeah, this is all all good stuff, and I, I, it's a very interesting combination of ingredients and I'm I'm liking the end result this is I think a very good mix well I'm, I'm ready to call Terry Gross and the click and clack lies over and uh, we can have a little party here click and clack are they still running that show I mean one of those guys has been dead for 10 years and I hear that show I'm like come on don't we deserve some new content <laughs> we should probably be doing a pledge drive today Lord knows I could use a, a little uh, help with the production of this. Yes, please call call it one eight hundred. My big fat. <clears throat> call in today, and any amount that will help uh, keep us drunk for the next year, and which is really, truly how you want us. Um, mm. I record drunk and I edit sober. That's kind of the rule of this game for me. <laughs> it's not not a bad. Not a bad idea. Well, my prairie home buddy, i got to ask you a question at this point. 
you've tried the mix on its own. You've tried it with the Field Notes vodka. It retails at about $14.99 a bottle. Would you buy it? I am absolutely in. I, I yep. think this is a very fine mix. Um, like I said, it, it has that nice spice that kind of hangs with you for a little bit. So it's um, it's it's a slow, it, it's a bloody mary that you kind of savor and you don't you don't rush through it. It's, mm. You take your time to enjoy right. it. And yes. Enjoy all the flavors and the colors and the spectacle and. Yes, it's so, so good. Boy, I'm just exhausted <laughs> speaking at this pace. It's quite exhausting. So, so different. My God. From, uh, <laughs> from pre previous shows I've been on. <laughs> I'd buy it, too, $14.99. It's a, it's a craft mix, so it's going to fall in that, that price range. And I, I think it is really a top-notch mix. I, I like it a lot. Of course... It's a very personal thing with Bloody Marys, and they're a very complex cocktail, and they run the whole gamut, everything from uh, spicy to mild to thick to thin, uh, herbaceous to uh, fresh and tomatoey. This one falls kind of in a sweet spot for me. It's a little thinner. It has, for me, just the right amount of spice. Now, some people might shy away from this. Some of our Norwegian friends might find that a little sharp. <laughs> but I like where it hits. And it does. It's got a freshness. And I think the, the clam does give it uh, a, a nice savory uh, finish. I have a couple of these at the Sidetrack Tap and uh, hear what uh, the, the Nelson twins have been up to. Of course, it's harvest season. November, everyone getting ready for the big deer hunting season, having to be out uh, out at their hunting cabins. And Indeed. Men telling vaguely dirty jokes and just and some really filthy ones actually. So, <laughs> might want to bring a bottle of this. I've been in that cabin that you're talking about. <laughs> well, you know we do this. We. It's all about restraint, you know. We don't pour the vodka right away. We make you wait for it a little bit. Uh, we don't pour the chaser right away. So when that comes along, you, you tend to appreciate it. But the money shot of this show, the thing, really, that people cross the street to listen to us for. Quit talking, Greg. I came to hear Lynn sing. Is Lynn Miller. Absolutely. The woman you've been hitting on all day. Don't and, think we didn't notice. May I do the honors? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome warmly the chairwoman of the board, Miss Lynn Miller. Should play the way you feel it. <laughs> <laughs> 
carefully to the sound of your loneliness. Like a heartbeat drives you mad. Stillness, I don't remembering <laughs> what you had and what you lost and what you had. Oh, you lost. Sunday either. See you then for another Big Fat Bloody Mary podcast. <laughs>